One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode, which is where we're going to hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. Indeed. And just a reminder, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Dory, just a note on that phrase that we say in every mini episode, we received some feedback via text message that I found today. And the listener, I think, wants us to say, we're podcast hosts, not experts. I don't know why. What what difference does it make? Do you know from a grammar perspective? I think... What the person is saying is that it like diminishes us to say, like we're not experts. We're we're just little old podcast hosts. Like that's that's what it that's what it sounds like. This listener wants us to step into our power. Exactly. 
Okay. Okay. Good feedback. All right. Well, thank you, listener. And look, if you want to reach us for more feedback to offer more thoughts, our voicemail and text message number is 781-5910390, or you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And you can also visit our website, forever35podcast.com. For links to everything we mentioned on the show, please do follow us on Twitter at forever35pod on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 Podcast. The password over there is serums. And just a reminder that we do have a newsletter, the most recent issue of which went out yesterday. And you can sign up for that at Forever 35 Podcast.com slash newsletter. All right. Should we get into it? Let's get into it because you, you've you got some like big stuff to talk about today. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into too much detail because I just don't have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. But we're dealing with COVID over here in the Kate Spencer barn. And it's... Uh, it's been a fucking roller coaster the last uh, yeah. 72 to to what's after 72? 84? 96? <laughs> 72 to 96 hours. Thank you, Dory. It's been, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I will say, God bless my friend, Dory Shafrir, who has been through it and has been a really reliable oh. and comforting sounding board because- oh, me. Little old you. Um, and look, look, the thing is, like, we're still in uh, COVID positive territory, and I'm superstitious, and I don't really want to be like, I don't really want to talk about it because we're not n- anywhere out of the woods here at my house. Um, but it has been incredibly stressful. And um, I mean, I'm feeling better than I was on Saturday when I was crying in the backyard. Yeah, like a husk of myself. What day was I crying in the backyard? It might have been Sunday. I can't remember. Could have been both days. Could have been both days. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's um, what a journey. What a journey. A COVID positive experience is, Dory. Yeah, yeah. It's not a me. It's not I'm fun. currently negative. Um, but it's uh, it's not fun, and it is scary, and. You know, the content being shared on social media by my like algorithm is not in any way like comforting. So I had Mm. to take Instagram. I took Instagram off my phone like immediately after we got uh, a positive result at our house. I like flipped on Instagram and someone I know was sharing like I think they were doing the thing where out of anger and frustration over people not wearing masks or getting vaccinated, which I understand. They were sharing like harrowing statistics of what's happening to children. And I was like, I can't read. I can't read this. I can't. Yeah. I can't look at any of this right now. So I, I've had to kind of really limit my <clears throat> consumption of social media and other news. Um, and I am currently making a chicken foot bone broth. So that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> Chicken foot bone broth, gonna solve everything. Gonna save the day with a chicken foot bone broth. I Not know. just a regular bone broth. I am I am getting the most collagen I can out of out of these chicken feet, because chicken feet have a ton of collagen. 
So when in doubt, make a big pot of bone broth, give it to everybody in your home and hope it works some sort of magic. And it sounds like it will. It's very tasty. I've put a lot of herbs in. If anyone wants to know how I roll with bone broth, I don't put a carrot in because carrots sweeten the broth and I don't like the taste. My bone broth, in addition to the bones and the feet and the water, has ginger, cilantro, onion, garlic, parsley, salt, apple cider vinegar. Wow. And I'm going to toot my own horn here and say it's really good. Wow. Okay. I like that combo. I like the mm. ginger. It's really, you know, I'm trying to put all the uh, all healing things I can in there. Some ginger yeah. never hurt anybody. No. <sighs> ginger only helps, in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah. Agreed. So, you know, I mean, you've been kept abreast of the, you know, day-to-day moments of my via text message. I know. So, you did send me a pizza, which was very nice. I did. I did. Two do pizzas. Two, two pizzas. pizzas. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to be able to help and like, there's, there's like not a ton you can really do besides like send food. And no, I really appreciate it. Available actually. to thank text. You. Yes. Thank you. Both of those <laughs> things are very helpful. Um, Yes, both of those things were very helpful. So thank you. You're uh, very welcome. I was just thinking about my own experience when Matt had COVID and like what was helpful at the time. You bought us dinner one night. I remember that. I did. I got you some John and Vinny's. Yeah, it was awesome. on John and Vinny's. I mean, look, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to know what to do. And I think... I have learned very quickly as I now am on the other side of COVID is that um, it brings up a lot of like, I'm trying not to feel feelings of like shame and embarrassment. Look, I know, quote unquote, I shouldn't feel those things, but those are the things I have felt over the past 72 hours. Like, oh, what did, you know, we did this and we did that and this is our fault and we're going to hurt ourselves and other people, you know, all those awful thoughts. And it's very interesting the questions people ask you when you tell them, uh, which I think I've asked everybody I know who's ever gotten COVID, which like the first one is like, where did they get it? Where do you do you think you know where they got it? Because I think there's this feeling of wanting to have control over this. Mm-hmm. And what I have really come to understand is that I mean, we have limited control, vaccines, masking, social distancing, you know, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise we don't really have any control over this over how we're going and also you know how we could you know lock ourselves up but most of us can't do that so it's just been interesting kind of being in it from this side i don't know i don't even kind of know i'm still really in the processing stage of have of covid covid diagnosis disease diagnoses diagnoses um but i did want to share that Yesterday, I was able to take, I have not been sleeping well, and I've, um, you know, and I was able to take like an hour, and I did a 20-minute bike ride on my Peloton bike, a happy ride. It was a mood ride with my favorite instructor, Cody, and then I 
did 20 minutes of meditation, one Peloton meditation mm-hmm. and one meditation on the Calm app that was literally, it's like, for people who are feeling panicked. And I was like, oh, hey, did you make this specifically for me? Yeah. Um, and it was really, both of those things were really, really helpful. Like just the physical movement and then the meditation really helped kind of recenter me because I've been feeling really unmoored um, and very emotional mm-hmm. and very scared. So, but I want to report that right now everything is okay, you know? So, <sighs> so well, anyway, that's me. I'm I will thinking, say, I'm thinking of yeah. you, Kate. You. I'm always, I'm always thinking of you, but I mean, that's right. You better be all hours of the <laughs> night. Um, this is really tough and you're handling it really well. Well, listen, you're coming in hot today with a little bit of a pop culture wreck because as I said to you offline, you've been tearing through books. Uh, well, and as I responded to you, there's not much else to do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually this goes along with something that we will ask later in the show. Yeah. Do you want to share so, your recommendation now or later? Um, I'll share it now. Okay. Lay it on us. Okay. So I'm really enjoying this book. It is Lauren Groff's new book. She, she wrote Fates and Furies, which came out in 2015. Um, and I believe this is her first novel since then. It's called Matrix. It's out September 7th, which is like two weeks, three weeks away, two weeks away. Um, it takes place in the 12th century and it's about Whoa, s- the 12th century. Yeah. So the 1100s. One- Whoa. I don't even know what was happening there. We're talking Monks? middle ages, baby. Ooh, that sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> and it's about a 17 year old woman in the court of Eleanor of Aquitaine who is forced to go live in a poor convent and kind of how she changes and how she changes the convent. And I'm really enjoying it. It's really interesting. I've been fascinated by Eleanor of Aquitaine since I was young, as I'm sure many people were um, or are. And I read, when I was young, I read A Proud Taste for Scarlet and Miniver, which is a, I guess now you would call it YA. I mean, at the time, when we were kids, they didn't, they didn't use the term YA, right? That's like Maybe a newer like term. Children's books. It was just children's books. Yeah. So anyway, this is um by E.L. Konigsberg, who wrote, from the mix-up files of Mrs. Basilie Frankweiler. So, you know, iconic children's book author, and it imagines Eleanor in heaven waiting for her, or, you know, waiting to be reunited with her husband. Um, and I more recently read Elizabeth Chadwick's Eleanor of Aquitaine book series. So, you know, she's, she was just a fascinating historical figure. If you're not into her, I suggest you get on her level. And, I don't even know anything about her. Oh my gosh. I, I can't go into it because like we would be here all day, but I actually, well, I don't know. I don't know how into like historical fiction you are, Kate. Like you're not really that into it. I mean, by historical fiction, do you mean reading about a widow and her dead husband's mistress creating a boarding house by the docks? Because that is what I'm into. <laughs> I, I mean, there. Are, I, I, I would. I would be curious what you think of the Elizabeth Chadwick books. Okay, 
Like, I, I can't tell if you would be into them. Oh, I there love is when I'm a mystery. Okay, I'm into it. And I but love olden times. It's a, it's definitely olden times. So, And Matrix is only tangentially about Eleanor of Aquitaine, but she kind of, her specter sort of hovers over the entire book. Well, I uh, am intrigued so by like the Middle Ages. Like the whole yes. book is set in the Middle Ages? Yes. And I also really enjoy fiction about the Middle Ages. So... Sometimes we're so alike and sometimes we're so different. And that's why I I like you. It's so beautiful. I've never said out loud, I really enjoy fiction about the Middle Ages. Like that's (laughs) never even, I've never even read. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think people wrote fiction about the Middle Ages. What? Really? It just never dawned on me. Oh, there's, there's, there's some good stuff out there. Um, Anyway, that's my book rec. You can get it starting September 7th or pre-order it, but. I recommend. Amazing. Thank you for that, Dory. Kate, you're welcome. Okay. Well, look, let's take our break and then we're going to come back, do some makeup talk, freckle talk, jewelry talk, plant talk. We've got so much talks. So many talks. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and what i love is that honey love has just the right thing for all those events feel comfortable and confident this summer with honey love's best selling superpower short the superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more like truly the list goes on and on and the best part is that quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us and they only work with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever 35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S., and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes! Get into it with Masterclass, because this is the year you can really learn from the best to Become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden 
or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. We have returned from our little sojourn to the Middle Ages. We're back. We are back. Um, okay, this is a this is a a funny text uh, because this person raises a good question. Okay, had an amazing facial this weekend at an Aveda salon. I feel like we don't talk enough about Aveda products. Bought their pore refiner serum for their bo- from their botanical kinetics line. Whoa. Also, Dory Nioxin for thinning hair is amazing. But really, what are our thoughts on Aveda products? This is such a great question. We have not ever once, I think, mentioned Aveda on this podcast in which we talk all about the products that we try and use. I don't think we've talked about them once. Yep. For a reason? No. No, I don't think. I don't think we've deliberately not talked about them. I have no hard and fast opinion on the Aveda brand. I will say I have used their products in the past. Their shampoo, they have one of the best smelling shampoos. And I'm, I can't know if it's Shampure. I can't remember which one it is or if they even still make it anymore. To me, especially in my like late teens, early twenties, Aveda was like, the epitome of luxury. Like it was fancy. It was like, I remember visiting my ex, my now ex-boyfriend, obviously my college boyfriend's family. And they were like artists who lived in a loft and they had Aveda and Kiehl's. And I just remember like, it was like being in a fancy hotel. It was so luxurious. And I've used their products, especially their hair care products, but I have drifted so I don't know if it's time to drift back. You know, I, for a while, used their, yes, their Rosemary Mint Purifying Shampoo. Oh, I've used it too. I can smell it just it's saying iconic. the name. Yes. It is an iconic shampoo. It's got a real crisp scent and a yes. tingle, right? Isn't there a tingle involved? Yes, there's a little bit of a tingle, but yeah, it smells great. It's great for, I mean, I think it's great for any hair texture, but it's, I think it's especially good for oily hair, which, you know, I feel like that was an issue that I was having. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't remember why I stopped using it, but I, I did, but I would happily go back. Yeah. I've used their gel cleanser before. Uh, and I can, you know, what like sticks with me about Aveda is the sense. Like it's such a, it's such a, um, a nose sensory experience to use their products. But I, yeah. I don't know in terms of like results. Um, so I, I mean, I really am glad we got this 
feedback. Also, Aveda is cruelty free. Indeed. Which, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure we stay on that path, even though I yeah. have been heralding products that are not cruelty free in the oh. last couple episodes. Sorry about that. I did get my hair when I recently got my hair colored. It was at an Aveda salon. Stop. Like really? it, the name of the salon is not like Aveda salon, but it, it's like a salon. I think you can be like affiliated with Aveda and you only use Aveda products. I'm not 100% sure how it works, but they are like designated in a Veda salon. So I don't know. Maybe a Veda is like coming back on our radar. We're here to write this wrong. Please do report back on the poor refiner serum that you tried. And if anyone else out there is a loyalist, like, please educate us on this. Yes, please, please, please. All right. We have an email from a listener. I'm the maid of honor in a wedding in September, and I'm doing my own makeup. I've got things covered for eyes, lips, brows, etc. But for face makeup, I have a conundrum. I'm pale with tons of freckles, and I've never found a foundation that doesn't either cover up my freckles or make them look ashy and gray. I love my freckles, and I don't look like me if they're covered. So I want them to show through. For day to day, I just wear blush and a light layer of pressed powder. But I feel like for a full day of wedding festivities, I need a stronger base, like a real foundation. Do you or your listeners have recs for foundations that are made for freckly folks to let our natural skin show through? Mm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Kate, because I have some thoughts. Okay, well, I am incredibly freckly, so much so that I don't even see my freckles anymore. And then someone will comment on them, and I'm like, "Oh, right, I'm I'm freckly." Um, and I've never, I've always, I've I've had a very positive relationship with being a a person with freckles. And I know, like right now, they're very trendy, but that was not always the case. Uh, it has not always been cool to have freckles but I think it's cool. You know who makes a nice sheer skin product is Glossier. Their Mm. perfecting skin tint is, which I've used, is very sheer. And I think you could definitely use some powder on top of it. I mean, I, I tend to use like, I use the Jane Airedale Dream Tint. That I find to be very sheer. Um, Certainly the Elia Serum Skin Tint, that's also very sheer. It has a, a real kind of dewy stickiness though. So that might not work with a powder. I think you probably want more of like a light matte foundation if you're going to go with powder. Um, But I also think you could just maybe go... I, I'm not sure that foundation equates like fancier. Okay, this was going to be my... my uh analysis. Okay. Let will. me hear your thoughts. I I think, you know, yes, there are quote unquote sheer foundations, but ultimately the point of a foundation is to even out your skin tone, right? And like, to make everything look uniform. And so by their very nature, in my opinion, a foundation is probably going to cover up your freckles because it's going to even out your skin tone. Mm. And so I feel like you got to choose. Whoa! <laughs> you can either wear the foundation and have your freckles covered up or don't wear foundation. I don't think you need to wear foundation. 
I think you can dab a little bit of concealer on anything that, you know, you think needs to be concealed. And then I would do just like all your other makeup and then I would spray it with a setting spray and call it a day. You could BB cream too if you just kind of wanted yeah. to do an all over. Or maybe like, a, I, like a pressed powder maybe. Well, I think they're saying they have a pr- pressed powder, right? Don't they say I used... Oh, yes. They do say yeah. a light layer of pressed powder. Yeah. I, I don't think you need any. I don't either. You know, I will say if you want like a, a BB cream with like a great price point, I really like Pacifica's BB and CC creams. Mm. Um, They're really nice and glowy. But again, like I'm not sure they work with a powder. I I will... When I use foundation... I have been this company Eel Maquillage advertised on our show for a hot second and gave us their woke up like this flawless base foundation and I'm still using the bottle they sent us and this was a while ago. But that is a I really like that foundation like if I'm going for it. So if you want but I don't I think Dory's right. I don't know if there's a way to walk in between these two journeys. You must the path has forked. You yeah, must choose. I mean, this is what Robert Frost was writing about <laughs> in Two Roads Diverged in a Yellow Wood. Now, I will say we have some time. The wedding is in September, so people can weigh in and we can circle back to this. Right. I look forward to this. All right. Moving forward into a voicemail. Hey, Kat and Dory. This is Andrea from North Carolina, and I have a random question about jewelry. Um, I have noticed that Occasionally, jewelry tends to have a very metallic smell to it. And I'm not talking like nice jewelry. I'm talking about kind of like cheaper fast fashion jewelry. What is happening? Is it sweat? Is it just like body? Is it poor metal alloys? Is there a way to clean it? Does it ever not smell? I have some pieces of, like, kind of costumey jewelry, nothing special, but I want to keep wearing them, but the smell is quite a deterrent. Does anybody else run into this? Is it just an issue with cheap jewelry? What does one do? You are both amazing humans, and curious to hear if anyone else has this same question. Bye. Wow. So I think this listener is right. It's the like oils and sweat of our skin mixing with these metals. I don't know if there is a solution other than like Googling how to clean this kind of jewelry, which I think is going to involve like vinegar, a light Mm. vinegar, a light dip in some white vinegar, maybe, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe a quick, I don't think you want to soak it in water, obviously, but, um, or use like professional jewelry cleaning stuff, maybe like a quick rinse with some, my favorite product, Dawn. I was going to say, you're not a big jewelry person. So I'm wondering, like, do you, have you had this experience? Well, not that I recall. Okay. Um, my problem is more that my skin often like reacts poorly to like mm. most foreign objects. <laughs> Um, so it's just, it like makes wearing jewelry not super fun. 
So you don't even deal with this most Mostly of the time. Mostly not. Yeah. I will occasionally like I will sometimes I now will sometimes like put on a necklace like if I'm going out to dinner or you know I have an important zoom and then I will take it off like right mm-hmm. away. Like mm-hmm. I if I if I, I there was a necklace I was wearing all the time that had an H on it for Henry and it was 14 karat gold and I got a rash on my neck that I had to have treated with a steroid cream. Oh my gosh. So it's kind of annoying. (laughs) You've got really sensitive skin. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. Oh, that is annoying. I have sensitive skin in the like sunburn eczema kind of that genre of sensitive skin. Like I, I actually find that my face, like my face can kind of tolerate quite a bit i find like i don't i don't react to you know trentanoin or whatever um but yeah i my my body skin is often very very sensitive i got a rash on my ring finger from my engagement ring i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just like a whole thing so the whole thing yeah Thank you for that, Dory. Very. All right. We're going to take another break and be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them 
we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Here's a text that we got. Hi, Kate and Dory. I don't know if anyone has told you about Plant Nanny. It's an app that reminds you to drink water and you grow plants as you drink water. Oh, I get it. You grow plants in the app. You know, I had the same moment where I was like, it waters my plants. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> same moment. <laughs> um, I actually have heard about this, like from people who are finding ways to drink more water. Mm-hmm. To, I drink a ton of water on my own. So I don't know if I necessarily need something to motivate me. What I'm kind of curious about is like, I'm going to, I'm actually downloading it on my phone as we speak. And I'll try it so I can speak to it. But is it just like another thing that you end up being attached to on your device that you're like, oh, I got to fucking log my water mm. so my plants will grow? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it just that? Yeah. It, I don't it has 57,000 reviews. Wow. And like lots and a 4.7 rating in the app store. So it seems like a very well received app. Wow. Yeah. So who knows? Could be. Maybe this listener has it all figured out. Yeah, maybe. I'll try it. I'll try it out. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's share this final voicemail. Hey, babies. This is Kim. Longtime listener. Second time caller, actually. Um, Kate, I don't have any any uh feedback on on the greeting i just heard from a pod a few weeks ago just it made me smile uh related as does your very soothing sultry voice not just on the podcast but on all of your ads especially the sort of more recent ones it really really gives me a chuckle um but i am calling today about fragrances scents which I've honestly had just zero interest in, um, just never, just didn't care, would kind of tune out when y'all talked about it. But I don't know, something just shifted. And I, I would like my home to have maybe a signature scent or maybe a signature seasonal scent. I don't know. I'm just kind of at the beginning stages of feeling this out. However, I have run into... I've run into a challenge, which is I don't see many webs like home fragrance scents websites that offer sampling options, which strikes me as odd. Either I'm just missing it or this is a gap because if I'm going to spend like $60 on a candle or on a reed diffuser, I can't really like candles because kids um 
can just reach everywhere. Anyway, I want to, I want to sample a few before I commit. And I guess I could buy and return or, or check in on that. But am I missing something? Is there a way to do this before fully committing? Um, please advise. I love you both. Thank you. Bye. Hmm. This person is having a real dilemma about home fragrance. This person or this baby? This baby. This baby is having a conundrum. Well, you know, they raise a good and frustrating point, which is like, there's really not a good way to sample a ton of products without spending money. And that is annoying. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. like you can walk into the scent version of Sephora and ask for like 50 gajil samples. Well, I mean, you can. Like you can you can smell perfumes. But I think they're asking for like a candle. Like they can't they said they No, they can't are. Do they're candles. asking for home scents, which like I agree. They're they're harder to um to sample. The way I've kind of gotten not gotten around this, but the way I've tried like candle sampling is by buying the tiniest version I can mm-hmm, find. Mm-hmm, a travel mm-hmm. version, if you will. Yeah. But even if you're but if you're dealing with a high end candle, that can still be very expensive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so I feel like there are a few ways to go. We had I don't know if there's still a sponsor, but we had a sponsor called Era. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Mm-hmm. Um, and they make a pretty cool, they make like a smart diffuser that comes with different scents. And they actually have samples, but I don't know if you have to buy the diffuser before you can get the samples or if you can just get the samples. Um and they like look nice and they will infuse your home with a with a scent. Um, I also like PF Candle Company's reed diffusers. Um, Nest is like a kind of ubiquitous high-end home fragrance and candle company that makes some very nice scents. Um, oh, our, well, you said you don't want candles. I was going to recommend our sponsor, Jenny Kane's oh, candles, which are I love so delicious. My Montecito candle by Jenny Kane. I love my musk candle. I wish they made um, reed diffusers. Oh, can we just like put a call in for some reed diffusers? Yeah. Let's put that I out to the universe. Put those all over my house. My favorite candle is Cozy Nights by a Target, but it's hard. It doesn't diffuse a scent. Just by having the candle out. And I've sometimes am allergic to can to sense like anything from the company Joe Malone, I have an allergic reaction to. Mm. I don't know what is in their products, but I can't handle their products. Uh I, and here's a weird thing that you could do. Could you borrow from somebody? Hmm. Like interesting. Or if someone <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If someone's house smells good, could you be like, what are you using? Can I try that in my home? Hmm. That would be weird, right? If I came over and I was like, hey, Dara, your house smells good. Can I borrow the candle? Well, I mean, I think uh. if you know that someone's house smells good, you can just ask them what it is. Yeah, just buy it yourself. I don't know. If anyone has solutions to this, let's hear them because I- I'm stumped. Yeah. I'm stumped. 
Um, well, I, I hope our listeners have some suggestions. Yeah, I'm genuinely curious what you do because I feel like what happens is you end up turning into me, which is just a person with a million candles. I have literally a tray of candles. <laughs> me too. There's a whole shelf of, in my house yeah. of candles. I know. It's too same. many candles. It's so funny. But then I also like a candle. So I don't know. <sighs> All right. Well, Kate, should we get to our last question? It comes from us. I know. It is a call to action, if you will. We want to talk about what pop culture things we're consuming right now. We haven't done kind of like a review of our current faves in a while. Mm -hmm. And we would love to include listener recommendations in this roundup. So what what is like your top three pop culture consumption recommendations of the moment? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Yeah, we want to know. You can email us, text us, call us, let us know. And if you want to reach us, just a reminder, that voicemail number where you can text us to 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And we will collect all your recs and our recs and share them on an upcoming episode. We can't wait to hear. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Okay, bye.